Listener Production. Slide on in. It's the Matt and Alex All Day, Day Breakfast. Breakfast. Still on the uh, Matilda's bandwagon. Did you see they got worse ranking? <laughs> Wait. So you mean Matilda's Australian women's soccer team was ranked, well, they were ranked about 10th, weren't they, in the world before the yeah, World Cup? Yeah, they dropped out of the top 10. <laughs> How? They're, they're angry. They're angry because... <laughs> What, was it beating all those teams? No, well, that's the thing. Getting to the top four? It depends on where who you're playing against and who you're ranking against. And they <laughs> lost against Nigeria, who was ranked like 40th. So that right. hurt them a lot. <laughs> okay. Their win against France, mm. the famous, you know, penalty shootout, longest penalty in World Cup history, only counted as a draw, <laughs> right, for FIFA rankings. They don't count penalties as they're, they're a better team. And then because they then had to play in the third place playoff and lost that, yeah. that counts as two losses in this <laughs> competition. So it's actually, it would have been better for them to get like knocked out by France yeah. there and then than to have to suffer two for, like, A draw and losses. two losses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they're angry and rightly so. That's incredible. Oh, yep. one step forward, two steps back. Unbelievable. Yep. But good to see the Australians getting around the Matildas in such a big way. And, um, yeah, I think that that glory is going to continue for a very long time, Matt, regardless of what these uh, these FIFA people say. Yeah, now they're not the only Australians that are doing big things on an international scale. We might talk about that in just a second. And, Alex Dyson, you've seen some... Very big news from the world of uh, music tours. I tell you what, I cannot wait for this brand new tour coming to Australia. From one of the biggest names in the biz. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. I hope you're well. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Do you think you'll have kids, Alex Dyson? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, my best mates... Just had a um, had a baby on the weekend. The deuce, the double, the double. What? <laughs> As in, like he's he's yeah, second baby, yeah, second baby, yeah, yeah not twins. No, no, I think you'd call them the double. Do you know? You? I was um, I was talking to a friend of a friend, right? And actually, someone we know. I mean, they're not friend of friend; they're a friend. I just, I, just, <laughs> I don't know whether I'm allowed to say the the person's name. They're in a band. Right. A band that we like and respect. Anyway, their 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 sister in law. The Bram Brad rhymes with Sming Schmizid and the <laughs> It's not Kizzard Blizzard. It's not. Um Paul Mark Kuzik. <laughs> Do you know what? I can actually say it because all of this is well known information. I don't know right. why I was trying to it's not like anyone doesn't know this. Mm. Um anyway, talking to Sam from Ballpark Music. Okay, yep. Sam's partner, Crid, her sister. Mm-hmm. Okay. They have a, they had to believe, believe a six-year-old, mm-hmm. right? Um, they're like, oh, let's have another baby. Mm-hmm. They go, yeah, sure, let's do it. Gets pregnant. In the uh, ultrasound, the nurse doing it goes like a little bit of a, oh, mm. interesting. You're just and, not the kind um, of thing you want with you've got goo on your belly. <laughs> People sounding inside you. And this particular person was like, oh. Oh, it's twins. And the nurse was like, um, nope, nope, triplets. <laughs> <laughs> so now they've got triplets. Let's have on- one more. 
Now we got three. Three. That's a whole new car, a whole new yeah. house. <laughs> like that, you cannot. Oh, man. Yeah, just <laughs> just the hundreds of thousands of dollars needed to go from a two-bedroom to a five or something like that. Just, oh, that is an expensive <laughs> bit of goo. Wow. Yeah, so anyways, um, great big happy family. Love to see it. But, um, I mean, that's, I mean, some people ask me, people ask me, oh, you know, would you have another? Mm-hmm. Stories like that. I, go, mm. <laughs> I can't risk it. Uh, yeah, I just, I, yeah, I'll, my little Mazzy 3 couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I have got the one, Sophia. Shout out to her. Almost school age now. You know, we moved to Brisbane and we're doing the school. We're, do, we're trying to figure out what school to go to. Well, many people have done it. I always found it weird, like what, like looking at real estate listings and like, they always go like, and it's in a very good school catchment. <laughs> and I'm like, who the hell cares? Like, <laughs> what? Why is this information even on here? All I used to care about was, is it close to a pub and can I walk home from there? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. If it's not, can I walk home from the train station or can I, is it close to both? Train station <laughs> and pub. That's all I cared about. Yeah. It's like... And it's close to a very good pub. You've sold me, Lick School. <laughs> oh, no. Not one. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I never cared. I yep. never cared. And suddenly, it's like the daycare thing. I just, you know, when we're choosing daycares for Sophia, we lived across the road from one. I could Perfect. see it. From my bedroom. Just set up the flying fox. Away. <laughs> exactly. Just straight in over the road. But then you go in there and you're like, oh, I don't know about this. What do you mean? Like, There's just what, is the, the, the grains of sand in the sand pit not fine enough for you? What's going on, mate? <laughs> well, yeah, sometimes it is like that. <laughs> you know? You're looking at the mud kitchen that they got, <laughs> sticks in it. You think, oh, I don't want my kids playing in a mud kitchen with sticks. Are you looking at the menu? You're like, gosh, there's not even any quinoa on this menu. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. I mean, tell you what, daycare center menus are getting pretty advanced these days. Unbelievable. They got the fajitas going around. No, back in my day, you know, you know what I used to have at play, like, like preschool, what my preschool used to have? What? So t- sultanas and craft singles. And I hated the plastic <laughs> cheese stuff. Always have. I just I can't ate believe sultanas. They'd give you craft singles and that was <laughs> and singles cheese and sultanas. That was I just was remember the lunch being lunch. like mac and cheese or like pasta and tomato sauce. Like that was basically it, I think. Pasta and some sort of some sort of covering. orange sauce. Yeah, exactly. Every single time just some sort of pasta with some sort of sauce and that was it. Now look, it's it's getting full on and then you're going in and it's so difficult to sort of sum up what you like and what you don't like and in the school Yes. It's like, is it the closest you'll ever get to dating again? It's like, yeah, they're, they're nice enough, but I just, I don't know if we're clicking. Well, that's it. Like that Belinda's like, yeah, it's fine. I just, the, the school down the road is better. And I'm like, yeah, but that's a bus stop. That's like, we've got to catch a bus if oh, we want to do that. Yep. But she's like, but the vibe is so much better. It's just a little bit more progressive. And I'm like, but the bus, like it's, it's. <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? It's like dating someone. It's like when you're in, like, if when I was living in Glebe and if I met someone who lived in Bondi, no, game <laughs> yeah. over. We're not dating. I would prefer to have, date someone in Melbourne. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it would be easier for me to get to the airport and fly to Melbourne yeah. than it would be for me to drive across the city <laughs> at peak hour. <laughs> so I'm like, it is like dating. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you're. this is great. This mm. is a great school. I just don't want to have to drive to you, you yep. know. So what are you gonna what are you gonna choose? What 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 is lining there's up with your core values? There's still three on the cards. There, oh, there's wow. three on the cards, and I don't know what to do. You don't know which one you're gonna give a rose to. You are the <laughs> the educational bachelor, and you are you are at the end of the end of the road, just about to uh, ask someone to. Ask someone to be your Well, because the, other, the other argument is if you don't go for the one that's in your catchment, like part of me wants to think that you will, Sophia will make friends with the other kids that are in her, the school oh, yeah. who will also live nearby the house. Yeah. And we'll all be together. It's not just a long distance school. You've got long distance parties, long distance catch ups. Exactly. Long distance drop offs afterwards, etc. But then undoubtedly the school that, you know, Belinda likes, it's definitely, it's just a little bit more progressive. It feels a little bit more inner city, a little mm. bit more worldly. Mm. And I, and I really, I like, I do like them both. I just, I don't know what to do. How are you going to make the decision? Well, I, I thought, well, I asked you, I asked you guys, you know, what, did you ever go to the wrong school and why? Why wasn't it right for you? Because I didn't go to a school near me. You know, I, like you said, you were surprised that people had to catch the council bus to school. I had to catch the 412 from Tuong to Ironside, you know, with all the uni kids and the professors and stuff. I'd just jump on a council bus. Growing up in the country, it always blew my mind that kids would catch like public transport to yeah, school. It was so absolutely. weird. I chose my high school because it was the closest one near me. I could walk through the park just straight there. So you chose your high school for that? Yeah. My, like my best friend was going there and... It was close to my house. <laughs> That's and did your dad work there? I didn't go. Oh, is Waterford College the most worldly high school in in this town? <laughs> was there any other competition? Or no, my dad just... wasn't working. There. Well, I tell you what, there was there wasn't a whole heap uh, back in nineteen ninety nine <laughs> when you start looking around. But um, anyway, yeah, you did ask what would you go to the wrong school? Why wasn't it right for you? Liz said they wouldn't let me do music for year twelve. There weren't enough numbers to run it. I was so disappointed. That oh, is rough. that's, that would kill me. You know, especially because one of the best forms of music is the one man band. You know, the dude with the big old drum <laughs> on the back and you stamp and your feet and, and the, the ropes harmonica. are pulling and the harmonica's <laughs> in there. And you got a little thing under your elbow, like going, <laughs> cling, cling. And you got a, <laughs> for the other arm. It's like, why can't they let you do that, Liz? You know, Catfish and the Bottleman was named after Catfish the Bottleman. Exactly. Hitting all In... the bottles, busking on the streets. You can do that. A bit of... <laughs> you can't tell me that needs a full-blown nah. curriculum. Yeah, do it by correspondence, Liz. Your school's rubbish. Uh, Alex, I moved from a country town to Melbourne City. In the first week at my new school, a year seven was stabbed. <laughs> that... Oh my god! Okay, that story was that. darker than <laughs> I thought it was going when I was going into it. I didn't know it was going to end like that. That's the opening to like a heartbreak high kind of like movie, like dark, you know. Well, when I was in year eight at, at my high school, a kid like someone came into the school with a machete and, and what slashed someone? What? Yeah. 
Oh my god! And there was also there was all these um theories. Oh, there was all these sort of rumors about the the old polling as well. What polling? Ever heard of the polling? What like democracy polling? Like some of the really mean kids that came in from the city. Because often kids from the city, we'd call them the hardcores. They'd come in. <laughs> they didn't go to our school. They would just yeah. come in and like come into the school and like fight people. Oh my god! I mean, a friend Who's of ours got, got hit over the head with that. a mag light. They come in with knives, all that sort of stuff. Mag light? What's that? Is that those long pole lights? Big, big, like you know, one of those like big torches. Got hit with a t- big torch. Yeah, this girl got hit in the head with a torch. That's that's annoying. Like a random kid came into the school with and just hit her over the head with a torch. Anyways, look. Oh my god. So, so then there was the polling was was where like it was rumored that like people would you'd grab each leg, and then like. You know, imagine my finger is this a pole. Oh, and then you run with each leg on either yeah, side. Yeah, on of the either pole. side of the pole. That was like into what? the crutch region. Yeah, right in there. Oh so that was that God. theory. Anyway, I mean, despite all this, I loved that school. So, <laughs> Josh, I did a few months in fourth grade in Florida, America, until officials found out I was just on an extended vacation. <laughs> Oh my, what do you reckon? Josh's parents have just done the old, oi, how about you go to school while we go to Disneyland? That's better than, you know, at the hotel, (laughs) you know, just in the hotel pool all day. Just like, Hey, here's go go to glorified daycare, Josh. (laughs) Rolling with Florida school. He's like, why am I learning star spangled banner? Like (laughs) um, while the parents are having margaritas down by (laughs) main beach, South beach or whatever it's called. Matt, what's a bitza? Oh, just talking about a bit of everything. A bitza everything. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a bitter then? Well, you know, usually we, we talk about one thing per break, but I feel like there's a lot going on in this world. Where a hard-earned ear thirst needs a good old talkback, and the best talkback is MB, Matt's bit bitter. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's bitza. Matt, bitter everything. Did you see um, Iggy Azalea had to cancel her, uh, couldn't finish her Saudi Arabia concert? <laughs> this sounds like, this sounds like the punch set up to a punchline of a joke. <laughs> no, it's not. Iggy Azalea claims she was not allowed to finish Saudi Arabia concert after her pants split. Oh. <laughs> was it a, like a deliberate protest, like the 1975 in Malaysia? Apparently not. Uh, so she claims it was uh, forced to stop. Um... She said probably wasn't the, she's directly said uh, the, probably the Saudi Arabia was probably the worst possible place to have my pants split. And unfortunately I wasn't permitted to end the show. However, she did say, uh, the promoters were amazingly kind to me and the people who came were the absolute most supportive. But then it sort of further on suggested saying that not necessarily the pants splitting was the problem, but then at the end she shouted at the crowd at one point, ladies make some noise. It's a woman's world. And apparently that sent the authorities over the edge lol. That's what uh, Iggy has said herself. Oh dear. So that happened. Okay. The other thing that I wanted to, that I quite like the look of uh, mm. in the news, Did you see the Slovakian race walkers. <laughs> no. They got, uh, they got engaged. Would you, would you feel? Oh, at the end of the race, a dude uh, just went across the line, got on his knee and proposed. Yeah, that's right. Uh, at the world champion, uh, world athletics championships in Budapest, um, Dominic Cerny, 
was had just finished the men's 35 kilometers walk about an hour earlier, and they they do the men's and the women's walks at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and his partner Hannah Berzalova uh, walked across the line, coming in I think about 28th. But anyway, as she was there, Dominic's down on his knees, holds the ring up, and she, as ABC.net.au has quoted, has walked right into it. Uh, and then she said, yes. Now, it's very sweet, isn't mm. it? Mm. Mm. You don't think it's sweet? Well, it's always... I don't know. I never... <laughs> you never want to coerce anyone. So if you've talked about it, you've got it, you got everything ready to go. You sort of said, yes, I'd love to get married one day. Yes, surprise ah, me. Yes, I'm yes. the kind of person who likes public displays of affection. Yes, it is very, very sweet. What's not so sweet is sometimes you'll see <laughs> video of a proposal at a basketball game. The person will get on their knee, the person will turn around and will say, oh, no, no thanks. And then we'll run off the court, <laughs> leaving. And I Google this because it is the saddest thing. The, the mascot of the basketball team is like a big chicken or something like that. Is like consoling the dude, like patting him on the back as he's walking off, just absolutely devastated that publicly his, what he hoped to be wife has decided he doesn't want to be married to him. And then well, the mascot's like putting his hands on his hips and doing a big frown, like, oh, there, there, you know, just like, oh, doing the little eye tear thing. Like how sad. I mean, I would have to say bravo to any person. Yep. And it does tend to be women in the, in the, in these particular videos who has the strength and the courage to say yep. no publicly. Cause I don't know if I could do it. I mean, one, I wouldn't say no right now anyway, because mm. I very much love my partner, Belinda. Mm. But if I just don't know that if I wasn't feeling up for a marriage, if mm. someone asked me publicly, I think I would be in the camp to say yes, just to, you know. Just cause. Yeah. Well, has, has anyone ever, have you ever had to have an awkward, like, say an awkward no. I remember the first, my first, you know, high school girlfriend said she loved me. And I was like, I would love to say that I love you, but I'm not oh. sure. I don't know. <laughs> like, oh. I don't know what that is. I can't oh, in good no. conscience just blurt it. Anyway, that was, that was a doozy. Bron, how do you feel about, because one, one thing, I mean, you're to the, be fair, you're the only just, married one here, Bron. Just to give you an idea, she did stop her her time. Like the walker, um, Hannah, did like have to stop her her stopwatch before she said yes. So like mm. her her mind was still on the like on the race. Yeah, mm-hmm. got to. Do you know what I mean? She's like first. she's like oh that's really nice of you, but this is more important. Click, it's good time, <laughs> cool. What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Which is. And I mean, you're right. It's in front of the world yeah. stage. Like, would she feel comfortable saying no? Also exhausted. Like you'd be, you'd be out of your mind tired. Yeah. But Ron, it did look very sweet. Public proposal. Yeah or no. Um, I don't like them. I've, mm. Why have I witnessed three public proposals for randoms? When? Like, or, like it happened once in Hawaii at a luau, once at a restaurant, another time just uh, in, um, under the Eiffel Tower. You're like the, the. Grim Reaper of marriage. It's like you see in the back of the boat, like, oh my Wherever god, they're here. Turns yeah. up. <laughs> I've, I've seen so many. And it's like just random people. And I've always feel like cringy looking at it. But if people are happy with mm. that, I guess, yeah, you need to know your partner, what they would mm. like. I would well, hate that. 
Remember our Matt and Alex Legends of the Year on Triple J, Neve from Hobart calling up and doing the old I love you on air. And she copped the, yeah, right. <laughs> Oof. It was one of the all-time oofs. Um, it was pretty good, but good on her for putting it out there. Um, look, it, it is it is pretty interesting, and we wish them all the best because she did say yes in the end, and it's just going to be a, a fantastic wedding Um and just a 35 kilometer long aisle, which they're going to walk down. <laughs> uh oh. Oops. Well, Matt, the big tours of Australia just keep on happening. I mean, we had the old uh, Eddie Sheeran here filling out like. Doing the biggest shows in history not that long ago, 106,000 at the MCG. We had oh the big God. Taylor going nuts, Taylor Swift tickets. The amount that would have is going to be bringing to the economy is huge. Mm. The amount it costed the economy the week that pre-sale was happening, and then like the special sales of the amount of people, people that weren't, weren't working. working at all. I think it, but hopefully it breaks even as a result of that. There was arguments around whether we should give a Australia a public holiday because of. The Matildas. We basically had one when Taylor Swift went on sale. No that was one it. was working. Yeah. And recently the announcement that um, the legend himself, Paul McCartney of Beatles fame and Wings fame and singing with Stevie Wonder, the, you know, the song that this, this very podcast was based off, <laughs> Ebony and Ivory. Uh, we couldn't get the rights to the theme song to make it the official intro of the, of the show, but... um. He's coming back to Australia. Wow. You've got a favorite Beatles song? Um, no, but I did like Guns N' Roses who did Live and Let Die. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's um, it. So, yeah, I, I did I did like that one. Um, and I like, uh, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I'm not a huge Beatles fan. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it. I'm not a huge Beatles fan. I don't really care that much for them. Mm. I mean, I feel like I lived a lot a of my derivative. life being like, Oh, I need to say that I like love the Beatles or something mm. because like, you know, they're just like the best band ever. But well, I remember starting work at Triple J. Like I started going back and listening to these bands and I'm like, you know what? I should probably know a bit more about these bands. Cause the only CDs we had at our house going up was like rock and roll hits of the sixties. <laughs> um, I think we had a Van Morrison CD <laughs> and one year I bought dad for father's day, Chris Isaac. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Baby did a bad, bad thing. <laughs> I think it was the San Francisco Days album. But look, be that as it may, I saw that announcement. That's cool. He's coming back. But I was walking around the other day and a tram drove past and it had the sign for the Paul McCartney tour. You know what he's called his tour? Um, <clears throat> Don't go breaking McCartney. Don't <laughs> <laughs> go breaking my knee. No. Um, it's, I saw the sign. He's like, Paul McCartney got back. I was like, that's a bit, that's weird. Because <laughs> the only person I knew, know who famously says got back is another, you know, seminal artist of our time. And that is Sir Mix-a-Lot. Well, that's it. Baby got back. Baby got back. So Paul McCartney got back. He's upcoming to Australia. Paul McCartney got back. I found that quite interesting. What do you, do you think he, Means it in the Sir Mix a lot baby got back way? 
I, I'm honestly really confused by this. I'm going to try and do some Googling. I mean, he's had to extend the tour, that's for sure. Oh, it's very popular. I mean, he's playing all um, the hits. When he's here last time. I mean, this, this tour has been going since 2022, so it's been going for a little while. And by the time they come here, it'll be four years old. Um, is it a new song that he does? He sings, get back to doom, get back, get back to where we do, whatever. That's, 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 I don't think it's got back. Maybe, maybe he just actually got back. Like maybe he's got back. Maybe like baby, maybe, he's got back. Maybe like Sir Mix-a-Lot, old Paul McCartney doesn't mind a bit of, bit of junk in the trunk. <laughs> That's it. You know, which is good. You know. Are you suggesting that Paul McCartney is going to twerk on stage? Well, I'm just saying that I did a little bit of digging. And I've seen, much like albums, Beatles albums over the time, you see the 20, you know, 2017 remaster, the 2009 remaster. I did a bit of digging and it turns out that there is a new version of Hey Jude that he's going to be singing on the upcoming tour. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, do you happen to have audio of this I, new version? Let's, let's hit play on it. I've tracked down some live footage and this is, this is how it goes. I like big butts, I cannot lie, you are the brothers, can't deny, that oh when a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist, <laughs> and a round thing in your face, you get sprung, cause you noticed. That butt was stuffed <laughs> Deep in the jeans she's wearing I'm hooked and I can't stop staring <laughs> Oh baby I want to get witcher And take your picture Yo, my homeboys Tried to warn me <laughs> But that butt You got makes me So horny Ooh, Smooth skin, you say you want to get in my bends. Well, you. All right, we'll fade it out from there. But, <laughs> okay, I think we've, but um, we've heard enough to know that this is going to be one hot tour. So get down there, Paul McCartney. <laughs> got back. We done there. All right. We're oh, done. okay. That's the end of the show. Thank you very much for joining us. This has been another Madness All Day Breakfast. Hope you're happy. A good one. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.